Hello and welcome back to You Want to Do What with Dan and Judy. Today oh, yeah? we're going to be uh, talking to a fashionista. Um, she works for a UK heritage brand um, and we're going to have a huge discussion about e-commerce. Hi guys, I am the fashionista. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone, it's uh, it's great to be back after obviously COVID um, happening around the world. That's part of the reasons why we haven't been able to produce anything, so... Um, really great to be back doing some podcasts. So, it's a bit hot in here, isn't it? I'm absolutely sweating. So it's like midsummer, and it is boiling in this conservatory. Um, right, first question. Why fashion? Um, well, because I guess when I was like young, I always knew I wanted to go into fashion. Um, my mum and dad always joke that I... I uh, used to get dressed like five times a day. <laughs> um, and I just knew that I didn't want, you know, the Sunday night blues. I wanted to do something that I would actually enjoy, um, which I thought was fashion. Um, I used to watch The Hills and used to see like Lauren Conrad, like work as like an intern and all the glamorous side to it. I just thought it would be really fun. So, yeah, I chose fashion. Now, f- fashion's obviously, when everyone thinks about it, you've got your standard high street clothes you've got your crazy catwalk fashion things that happen over there um but fashion is a huge industry i mean uh, even though you are in fashion i think a lot of people would consider um designing as to be the original fashion thing but uh you're not in uh designing you're in something else so what is it you do in fashion um, so yeah, when, when you sort of tell people that you're in fashion or especially at school, when I told all my teachers that I wanted to go into fashion, they thought, oh, she wants to be a supermodel or, oh, she wants to be a designer. But actually, you know, fashion is such a big industry. It's such a big business and it's, you know, multi, multi billion pound industry. That's why, you know, I wanted to go into it because at the end of the day, you're always going to need clothes, hopefully. So <laughs> it's always going to be there. Um, but yeah, what I actually do is um, digital content, which is all to do with uh, the website, really, e-commerce um, and creating a website that is not only like looks great to the eye, but it's workable. And at the end of the day, you trade it. So um, it's a real big money churner for the company as well, which is great. So e-commerce what is the future of of fashion are people actually going to go to stores anymore i d- i personally don't ever really go and well, shop for clothes in the store i know i, I do um being a bigger gentleman uh, <laughs> ordering online doesn't always work for me um but uh i know particularly during the lockdown my family have ordered nothing but clothes online i think my sister and my mum are on a outlet <laughs> one hour um <laughs> buy all you can uh every other day i think um yeah but yeah online e-commerce what what does that actually yes yeah, so i mean during like covid especially we have um i mean i've been really super lucky to be on the digital team you know we haven't been affected by you know the horrors of retail um, you know, retail was having a tough time already. And I think sort of, you know, it sounds really morbid, but, you know, COVID might be the end of it. But I think, I mean, you can look at it two ways. I think people are going to be really excited to go back to stores and have that experience. You know, they've really missed it. 
or you know it's made people think well actually ordering online is super easy you know free returns free delivery you can get it like the next day it's super super easy um so I think that um yeah I I mean I feel like digital is the way forward hence why I wanted to go into digital um but I think stores need to up their game in sort of um offering like a an experience rather than just you know go in to buy the clothes you know you've got to give people a reason to go to the high street again so what is your average day obviously being at home um in the covid has it has it changed much um not really um where we are digital you know i look after the website i don't really need to you know go to stores go on the shop floor or anything like that um but you know just the like having a personal side i really miss that um with fashion it's so diverse and it's so creative you know working on the website i'm sort of the middleman between you know the traders that look after the figures and the stock um between them and the uh, creative team as well so it's really tricky trying to find that balance as well as like reading people's messages in the tone of voice that they intended <laughs> uh, especially with creative people you know they could get they can get pretty offended if you know your tone of voice is wrong so I think in person it's a lot more easy than just being at home but you know I haven't been too affected I was gonna say actually so being on the e-commerce side of fashion the digital side of fashion um, do you actually get to see and get involved in the actual, not the designing, but sort of decision making of like, what's this, what's it going to look like? You know, maybe the brand of things. And do you get any sort of, does everyone work together within fashion? Yeah, I think like fashion, you know, everything works together. So at the start of the season or at the end of the season, um, all of the traders will sort of look back at what has been selling and what hasn't been performing well. You know, at the end of the day, we are a business. We want to sell things. That is our, our, our end goal. Um, so we look at the numbers and then I guess that does influence, you know, design. If, say, I don't know, we have, for example, a teapot that is bright orange and it doesn't sell, then we know next season, let's not do a teapot in orange. Let's do it in purple instead. So that's obviously a very analytical way of thinking. Do you get involved in looking at the analytical stuff? Um, so we always say that like our team is the shallow team. So we <laughs> <laughs> so we will look at the numbers, you know. I'm not I'm not into that sort of thing, but we will look at the numbers, look at what's performing well, what isn't, and we'll come up with like a strategy to see how we can improve, you know, the things that are flagging that might need, you know, a bit of an extra push. Um, but yeah, we don't, I mean, I don't really look at Excel. I hate Excel. <laughs> I mean, I can, yeah, Excel. I can do a VLOOKUP, <laughs> but yeah, that's as, that's as far as my skills go in that sort of thing. So you mentioned earlier sort of working with lots of different people and you've got to be careful with your tone of voice, working with creatives. Um, what kind of personality do you, do you need to have to be in this? Quite open, quite easygoing, or do you need to be, you know, this is what I think, this is what we should do? do you, is there a bit of both? or? Um, so I think when you first start out, um, especially like as a teen, you just need to be a yes man. So anything that they ask you to do, you know, even if you think, mm, probably can't do it, or, you know, I can do it, but it's going to sort of take another hour, two hours, and I've got drinks tonight, you just have to say yes and do it. I think, you know, that's how you progress in sort of any industry, but especially fashion. You know, you have got to work so hard because it is such a sort of dog-eat-dog dog 
well dog eat dog whatever it is what is it <laughs> dog eat dog yeah dog eat dog um industry and you know it's fierce it's feisty and if you don't say yes you know they'll find someone that will say yes so. i was gonna say is it it's got a you know the devil wears prada movie it's got a pretty like cutthroat image yeah, yeah. fashion <laughs> is it is it a bit like that or is it it's not as bad as devil wears prada um I mean, from my personal experience, it's not as bad. Um, you know, I think it depends on you as a person. I think if you put your head above water and you don't get sucked into that sort of environment, then, you know, it's easy breezy. But, I mean, you just can't take things personally, especially in fashion. You know, things happen so quickly. You're in, you're out. You know, you just can't take it personally. Don't get sucked into the drama. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're um, on the e-commerce side... Um I'd be quite interested to know what are some of the other departments you work with that maybe not everyone knows are in fashion. Um, so yeah, as the as a website pretty much has everything. Um, you know, we look after the homepage, uh, product listing pages, um, product description pages, all the way through to like all the legal stuff. So, I mean. I don't personally do it, but a lot of customers would be surprised actually look at sort of the terms and conditions and the legal pages of websites. Nobody reads that. <laughs> no way. They actually do. So we'll have like customers that sort of say, you know, oh, this says this on the website, but actually it came like this. And it's like, well, I mean, okay. Like you get customers that are so nitpicky. So you do... I mean, it's so, like, wide. You work with, like, legal, um, especially, like, if you have, like, an international site, um, America, you can get sued from having, like, an add-to-bag uh, button. If it's not visible, you will get sued. So it's, like, things like that. Um, so we work with legal team. We also work a lot with customer services. I mean, customers love to moan. I don't know how customer services do it. I mean, hats <laughs> off to them. Some of the emails, honestly, it's just, crazy insane these like sad people um <laughs> but yeah um yes yeah, so, and then we work a lot with like this studio um who take all of the tactical images as well as the ecom images and like i said like the trade type trade side as well so what would you say is your favorite thing about working in fashion um all the free shit that you get <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> all the free stuff that you get so I mean, we all have a joke that in fashion, you don't get paid in money. You get paid in free stuff, which is definitely true. Um, perks of the job, you know, uh, brands want you. I mean, you're, you're the biggest advertiser. You know, if you are on a train, they want you to be, I don't know, wearing the brand or, you know, carrying the brand in any shape or form. Um, so, yeah, that is definitely the perk of getting lots of free stuff and really great discounts as well which is really really nice and what about the negatives of the uh, fashion industry um negatives you know it's so it's like feisty as i said like one day something's in the next it's out so you know if you plan a season and it's going really well and then all of a sudden you know things change like covid and you know you have stock delays and products aren't coming in that you wanted to push and you know that we're going to push you know you have to step back and you have to change the whole plan so you know to to work in fashion you have to be adaptable you know it's so, so fast extremely fast yeah, yeah exactly like 
one day you're in one day you're out and you know you have to keep up with like current affairs as well you know if someone in the public eye is wearing something from your brand you know you've got to like get in and quickly you know promote that product in the best way possible before it's out again have you seen a big uh, movement in advertising through social media then yeah definitely um i think you know social media is one of the biggest drivers for anything especially uh traffic to the website you know you see someone online a big influencer that's wearing something and if they wear it in a, in the right way and it's the right person you know you could sell that product i mean extremely well it's like really tricky to keep up with you know social trends and uh i and as well i think it's really difficult to have a like a brand tone of voice now you know with for example black lives matter um and the whole blackout thing on social media you know it was so powerful um and brands were getting involved and you know some brands people could see through you know they were just jumping on the bandwagon trying to do it for you know pr purposes so I think now with social media, you've got to be so careful with how you represent your brand because, you know, one minute everyone loves you and you can post the wrong thing and that's it. You're like boycotted. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I can see that across a lot of different industries, actually. So we do a little bit of the nitty gritty on there, not, not yeah. too much. Um, money. So mm. we, we sort of checked some stats earlier um, and we were looking at sort of average starting incomes. Now, most of the jobs, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, most of the jobs seem to be around the big sort of city areas, Manchester, London, mm-hmm. um, and starting salaries obviously vary depending on what city you're in. Yeah. But from between 18 to 24 is sort of starting, and then apparently average across the country is about 32.5k. Mm-hmm. Does that sort of ring bells with you? Um, you know, I think fashion, it's really difficult. Um, you know, I'm going to be brutal here. Uh, to start out in fashion you are going to have to work for free Um, you know the main reason how I got the foot in the door is because you know I interned at one place uh, for free Uh, so you know you have to try and find that money to cover your cover your transport costs Um, and then I interned at another place again for free so you know you need to you need to find a bag of money to sort of help you even get into the office to work for free um, which I think is, you know, a, a downfall of the fashion industry. You know, you sort of go into the office. I mean, I know this is really stereotypical, but, you know, everyone is, pr- like, probably comes from affluent families. You know, you, it sounds terrible, but, you know, to get into fashion, you have to be prepared for, you know, your parents or someone else to sort of stum up some money to get you to your place of work. Um, as an intern so I think that's that's really tricky uh, to try and you know get the foot in the door as well as try and get into the office you know and get the train so it's actually paid. very much like uh, in the Devil's Wood Prada where they actually have a quote I think it says uh, there's a hundred other girls just like you where there is a hundred other people literally behind you yeah. trying to get that foot in the door as well yeah definitely you know um there's there's no other way to get into the fashion industry except for interning um especially sort of leaving school um that's how you get your experience um like yes you can work in a shop that is really you know helpful um but at the end of the day to get your foot in the door 
you're going to have to intern, be prepared to work for free. You know, a lot of people I know um, did like a foundation year and that really helped them. Um, I didn't do that. I kind of just flew through uni and then at the end of it, I had a summer, really great summer. And then, you know, September, it was looking for internships, work for free for six months to a year. And then you get sort of an assistant role, which, you know, is baseline salary. But once you have your foot in the door, as I say, just be a yes man and, you know, world oyster, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's something that's not necessarily in the job description that when you work in fashion, you know, you mentioned it earlier, you joked about, you know, hating Excel and things. Do you need to be a little bit, you know, have a have a brain for sort of maths or do you need to know a bit about design or is, is it a mixture of sort of a lot of different aspects? I mean, it depends what sort of sector you go into. Um, I don't know. Like, it's tricky. I think where it's such a big business, you can be in sort of any form of the fashion industry. Um, But, yeah, you just need to be prepared to sort of, you know, be thrown in in the deep end. You know, one day you might be, I don't know, styling for a shoe. The next, you're, like, packing up boxes for, like, three days. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, like, roped into setting up the sample sale. You know, you go from really glamorous days to, you know, working in the office really late, especially when it's sort of, like, sale time, you know, around December, November, December, really big months for uh, retail. So... You don't really have a day off, uh, November to December, um, just because, you know, that's where we make all our money before Christmas. So, yeah, I would say sort of unsocial hours. Uh, be prepared to, like, be in the office really late, especially, you know, if you have a big event going on. Um, things crop up that you don't even think about happening. Um, and, you know, it's like a domino effect. If, if one thing is late... And you're, I don't know, waiting to put an image up on the website and they're still waiting for the paint to dry in that building where they're going <laughs> to take the pictures. You just have to wait. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you're in e-commerce. Is there room to move up in the fashion world? Obviously, I assume you've got managers, they've got managers. Um, and how easy is it to do that? And also, what about once you're in the door? Is it a common thing to move from different areas in fashion to different uh yeah different areas or even different companies yeah i think um you know a lot of people i feel like they're either one extreme to the other you know some people um they you know stay in a company for like 20 40 years and they're sort of like ride or die with that company but a lot of young professionals i know um they have to jump you know they have to go from company to company Sometimes that's the only way to progress. Um, so, yeah, I'd say definitely, you know, it's such a quick turnaround and things change so dramatically, you know, like, I don't know, social jobs weren't around five, ten years ago, you know, it just wasn't even a thing, especially, you know, like different aspects of um, the website, like you have like your customer, um, like UX designers, you know, they weren't around sort of five, ten years ago. So I just think digital, especially e-commerce, it offers so many different opportunities. And I think it's just going to keep growing and growing. But, you know, to to progress, you either need to be a ride or die with that brand or, you know, keep jumping and uh, get up the ladder because, you know, some people don't move. And if your boss has been there 20 years, probably seems that you know they're not going to move anytime soon so maybe you should uh, just to progress there 
So what kind of elements of e-commerce do you feel like you really need to know to sort of progress in your career? You know, you mentioned you look at the website, you, you do a bit of trade sometimes, but what do you need to sort of master so you can move up further in, in the e-commerce part of fashion? Um, well, as I said, it's so like broad. Um, I think you need a good understanding of a little bit of everything. Um, I think you need a good understanding of figures. I mean, uh, what's selling, what's not, just so you can do like categories and like push things to the top. Um, but also you need to have sort of a baseline uh, thinking of a customer perspective. So, you know, I don't know, Sandy, who's 65, you know, wants to buy something from your website. You need to make it so easy for her. So you need to, you know, think how are we going to get this conversion rate up? The fewer clicks possible, the better. But also, you know, marrying all these things with it looking like nice, especially if you work in sort of a high luxury brand. Um, branding is key. So, you know, you've got to find the balance of things looking really great as well as being functional as well. I suppose um, we haven't really covered this, but fashion, is it is it an office job? You know, do you do much travel? Is there many, bus- is there many business trips? Are you going to the factories to check out the product? Or are you, you know, is it a nine to five, get in the office, you know, get it done? Um, well, it varies like day to day, I guess. Um, and uh, like I say, it depends what you do. I know like a lot of like the creative um, team there forever taking like trips around the world to get inspiration for like the designs of the next the next season, the next collection, which is great. Um, they seem to be off and about all the time. Um, and then, you know, you have your nine to five, which I mean, I probably fall into. Although some days, you know, I'll be sat at my desk. Other days, there'll be an e-commerce shoot going on and I'll be helping, you know, okay, we need to shoot this and we need to shoot that after, you know, doing a shoot list. Um, So, yeah, I guess it varies um, day to day, which is why, you know, fashion's so great because you're not stuck in the office like nine to five, five days a week. You know, there's always things that you can be doing and getting stuck into as well. Brilliant. Um you did a uh, a degree in fashion very similar to um what you actually do now yeah um what was your degree and how close is it to actually what you do day to day um yes yeah, so i went to uni i did a 3 year course um it was actually it wasn't a bachelor of arts it was a bachelor of science but it was in fashion marketing um and you know i th- I do think without your degree, I probably wouldn't be where I am right now. Um, The first year was sort of, um, you know, everyone did the same thing. So I did the same thing as the textiles uh, students as well as fashion management um, where we learned about fabrics. And, you know, turn up on the first day, you don't expect to sort of be in a lab um, putting chemicals on different fabrics and seeing how how they're treated and, you know, going through the quality control of it. Um, And then second and third year, you know, is really tailored to what you're doing. So um, it's really creative. You know, I learned my Photoshop skills and Illustrator skills um, at uni without that. I mean, you know, I wouldn't have Photoshop skills. Um, And then also, you know, it is a business degree at the end of the day. So you are, you know, you are learning about numbers and how, a successful business is functioning so yeah I think my degree helped massively like massively 
It sounds super interesting, really varied. Um, and actually, I might go into it. What about you? <laughs> I, I, I think I might do the same. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of hard work, though. But I um, think you guys need to dress better. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Um, okay, so last question, really. Um, would you still go into fashion now, knowing what you know? Absolutely. You know, um, I may not be earning, you know, millions, millions right now. <laughs> But um, I don't have Sunday night blues, which is really, really nice. You know, every day is varied. I'm doing what I love, um, you know, looking at fashion all day. And, you know, fast-paced environment really suits me. Um, yeah, like, if I, f- I feel like if I was in a stuffy office, I mean, I did do um, an internship for one week in an office environment where I actually fell asleep um, during a big conference uh, next to my boss. <laughs> which is when I which is then I realized you know corporate world is not for me let's go into fashion um so yeah I I think you know you you just got to try different things see what you like and if it is fashion you know be prepared to work really hard but I mean it's so rewarding because it, it at the end of the day I find it really really fun that's amazing um thank you for that incredible insight into fashion which I certainly didn't know a lot about so uh That's brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, guys.